I can't apologize for how I feel I can't say sorry for being real If I open up, you might think I'm way So I keep it bottled up, I'll seal no spill Sometimes my mind do crazy shit So I smoke my drink, my damn, I'm lit Please don't take me serious Yeah, Welcome, welcome to the Y'all Egg Shit Podcast I'm your host, Emperor V.O. And Man, I don't know about what y'all, but that intro every time gets me excited to do what I love to do, which is talk to y'all about everything and bullshit. Hi, I'm with my co-host, the godlike, the amazing, the incomparable, the nigga with the greatest Renegon Mongekio sharing gun eyes in this side of the Mississippi, the great LSD. How you doing, my boy? Man, I'm doing great, bro. I swear, man, you need to be like at some sporting event introducing the players because you get me hyped up, man. Every time I hear you introduce me, I, the song already gets me hyped up, and then you come in introducing me, and I just feel like a celebrity. Jesus, man. I just want to make sure people put respect on your name. That's all. Damn right. LSD in this bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a minute, though. It's been a minute. How, how the fans It has been a minute, though? and... Uh, they're doing good. We're getting. I don't know if you, you know you've, you've been on the, uh, the, mm-hmm. the the logs and the platform. The dashboard's taking a look at things. We got you're getting getting new followers, getting new listeners. Uh, the oh. people. Let me shout my people out in Brussels, Belgium, bro. I love y'all. Y'all are out here internationally supporting us. I love y'all. I love everybody in the U.S. But just to see that dark red spot, knowing that all these people in Belgium are listening. Look. I know you probably with your friends sitting down, y'all all listening on one thing, but do me a favor. Everybody just turn it on their phones when y'all over there so that we can get more downloads so we can produce more content for y'all. For real. You know for real. You know, yeah. I appreciate you sharing the room, but we I need y'all to spread the wealth if, if y'all don't mind. You know, if y'all could just hold it down for us, you know, me and LSD would really appreciate it. Same thing goes for y'all in America. I know a lot of y'all have been doing a hell of a job, especially the ones closest to us, sharing it and all that. Um I don't know who's out there in Kansas. I have no family or friends that I know that's Kansas. out there in Kansas, but they, they rocking with us right now, too. Yeah, they rocking with us right now, too. Uh, also, over there in D.C., y'all rocking out hey, with us a little bit. Okay. Uh, Shout out to y'all in California, San Jose, California, and oh. Southern Washington, you know, <laughs> Seattle. Seattle, boy, I appreciate y'all holding the boy okay. down. Yeah, boy, we finna hit all 50 states. They so. holding it down here in Texas. Yeah, of course. I'm hoping, man. You know, shout out to y'all in Texas and uh, everybody in Florida so far, and in yeah. Hawaii. Y'all, y'all, y'all gave us a look. Finally, I've been waiting for y'all. Hawaii. Oh, I know Hawaii how that one gave us a look. I know, how, yeah. I know how that one happened. I know how that one happened. Hawaii then gave us a. Hawaii gave us a look. Go ahead, but man. Appreciate y'all. Oh, also, you can listen to us on many platforms. Tune in. iHeartRadio. We on iHeartRadio, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It. It's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, RSS, Google Podcasts, uh, Radio Republic, Spotify, Deezer for the you guys out. In, Spotify, Deezer for those of you out in Europe. Listen to us even more. We're on Deezer now to make it easier for y'all to get to our content here in the United States. Please, so you know, just any all those suggestions y'all been giving me so far about these next few episodes. I got these topics from y'all. Y'all wanted to hear, so we're gonna talk about it. Again, you know, just follow me at Emperor Von. It's Emperor V-O-N. And of course, please show our page on Instagram for love. Y'all ain't shit podcast on Instagram. Hit us up. Throw your suggestions that way, too. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Share us. We really appreciate it. 
We're not yeah. asking you for no money. We're asking you for about 10 seconds of your time. We'll get the money from the other companies. You guys, you know, we're here for y'all. You we want y'all saying? advice. You, you give us the following, we get paid. You get more content. You get more lavish content. You mm-hmm. might get a giveaway one day. You know, the more y'all, the more y'all share us, the more money we get, the more money we can just throw y'all for free. Yeah, for you real. Know, it's, a, it's a it's a win-win. But yeah, add us on all those get all those pages again. It's Emperor V O N and y'all ain't shit podcast on Instagram. Now that all the promos done. Uh oh, we finna get to business, ain't we? Hey man, yeah, that was like two minutes worth of promos, bro. We we actually moving up. When yeah. we started, we only had a thirty second promo bit. Yeah, now we now we in promos. We man. we moving up a little Oof. bit in the world. That's what I'm talking yes. about. You know, you yes. know, it's funny though. Just the other day, I was telling some more people about the podcast, right? And they said, "What? You got a podcast?" I said, "Yeah, we yeah. got a podcast." What the fuck you mean? You ain't shit for not listening to it. What the fuck? Facts. Facts. It's crazy just to think that that we started this like a year ago, y'all. It just just a conversation, and then now look at us. We we made it. You know, we're we're still we're still trying. We haven't made it, of course, but we actually started. You know, made the podcast. Yeah, we started. You know, we we had a goal and we actually did it. I know a lot of people out there have goals. And they don't even know how to start or afraid to start it. We just took that chance. And that's because we really did it because of we just, our hobby. We like talking to each other. And we wanted to share our conversations with the world. It wasn't nothing to do with money or anything at that moment. It was just no, we no. want to just share our opinions with the world. I mean, you guys don't know how raw and unedited we are when we just be chilling <laughs> and the shit we be talking about. <laughs> so we felt like yes, we had to share it with y'all, you know. And so we appreciate y'all who are listening, sharing, and all that. Just all we ask is you listen, you get your friend to listen, your mama to listen, your daddy, your brother, your grandmama, everybody to listen and get us out there. We want to hit all 50 states before Please. the season finale. Oh, yes. I want to hear from you know what? I want to hear from y'all all 50 states. That's a big task, but I think y'all, y'all can do it. We already got a few of y'all. We don't, we're not asking for the whole state. Just a little dot here, a little dot there. We just want yeah, all 50 states. Little, my, little, my little analytics thing. Just bloop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we just want to see y'all hearing us out there. Most yes. of But today, we're today. we to this topic. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I already know. This topic I here. I the topics this time, y'all. So this is going to ruffle some feathers, but. Yeah. Y'all wanted it, so yeah. Good luck. Prepare <laughs> yourself. Get some coffee. Sit down. Let me put this disclaimer. <laughs> Let them know. Let me give y'all a disclaimer. We are two black men, okay? Yes, and I'm light skinned right too. Yeah. If you didn't know, I'm light skinned. <laughs> All right. So he's. If you didn't know, he's light skinned. I am that nice Hershey's chocolate bar. You know, I am a darkie, dark skins, if you will. But uh, yeah, so we're gonna talk about racism. Ooh, hey y'all, this is actually. Uh, I've been wanting to avoid this. I've been it's waiting. A, for it's this. a good topic, but for him, for me, it's for me. It's uh, I got shit to say. Y'all I've been wait. waiting for this, bro. You, me, I'm biracial. Yeah, <laughs> you got to remember that, y'all. Oh yeah, you got to hold. I'm up. biracial, gotta... so I got, I got. <laughs> see, emperor, emperor is talking about just the dark side of the moon. You feel me? I'm talking about the whole fucking moon. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm biracial. Nigga in the middle. I am black and white. I am a Oreo. I am a Dalmatian. I am mud water. Okay. Listen to me. <laughs> I got some shit to say on both sides. So let's get this shit cracking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see what you did. Though. So we're going to start with the. Uh huh. Because it's light skin in the middle when you bite it. 
Yeah, I see what you did though. <laughs> so blatant racism. We're gonna get started with that. You know, I'm gonna let you go first, man. I, I think you oh. gotta take the floor first on all these tattoos. So, I'll just sum it up. Man, I'm just gonna talk about myself. That's all I can do. And with blatant racism, I experienced experience, I experienced it as a child. You know, uh being black and white and being in a dominant black community I grew up in and in that area. Um I was always treated differently as a child because of the skin tone. I didn't get dark as I am now when I was a child. I'll tell you that right now. I was straight up definitely, well, I wasn't like thawed out bacon color, but I, I was Caucasian enough in that area. And uh, Were you were you logic light? Were you logic light? I'm, I was darker. Rapper darker, logic. Darker. I was darker. You darker. So you were more uh, Steph Curry. Yeah, a little brighter, but in that middle mix, I guess. I guess little, if you put them, brighter. yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I like all the black kids in the area, they wouldn't fuck with me because I was white to them. You know, so they, they would treat me differently. And uh, that was in the neighborhood I grew up in, okay? Now hear me out. They would they would be like, they would be like, oh, no, nah, he's cool. He's not cool. He's lame because he's a cracker. Like, I've been called that. You feel me? And then just, <laughs> what? Yeah, I've been called a cracker, bro, as a child, bro. I don't mean to laugh, but that's you feel me? I laugh at the, the but I, I didn't I didn't know none of that shit meant at that time to be one hundred with you, bro. I didn't what? even know racism like that at a young age at first. I mean, you don't. It's taught. It's I taught. didn't. It's yeah, taught. It, it took years, and honestly, it's taught from my family. You know, they talk about how because I'm in a I'm in a black family. Like I don't know the, the other side of my family. I only know the black side. So you know, you hear them as a child white people, the man, and all that shit. And you just, you learn off of that shit. But then when I would go to school, right, it's a dominant white school I went to as a kid in elementary. All the white kids wouldn't fuck with me because I was a black kid. So, like, mm-hmm. motherfuckers tried to bully me at one point. I had to, <laughs> That's when I got in trouble. I had to, like, you know, I'm white, so face turned red when a nigga mad and shit type stuff. And had to just... You know, as a kid, I didn't know how to fight. I just defended myself. But I've dealt with it on both sides where the white kids, when I was a kid, wouldn't hang out with me. And then when I go home to my own neighborhood, the black kids wouldn't hang out with me. You know, and at the end of the day, I realized as I got older that racism is a disease that can be cured. But due to ignorance, people don't want to cure it. You know what I'm saying? Is what it feels like to me. Um. A lot of those kids when I was younger who were like making fun of me or whatever or treating me differently because of my skin tone. It's funny because when we got older, we were all real cool rocking together like type shit. So at that time for me, for children at least, I feel like the way they treated me was what they saw their parents treat people. You feel me? Right. And so it reflected onto me as a child because they seen their parents treat white people this way or say this about white people and then the white kids see their parents say this about black people and treat black people this way. So as a kid, you know, seven, eight years old, you don't know no better. You just reflect what you hear your parents say. You feel me? So that really didn't bother me as much. But blatant racism, again, when I was in Arkansas in college. Now, that shit bothered me. That's when shit gets kind of sideways. I went to college in Arkansas. Yes. Y'all. I went to college in Arkansas. And it's... it. You know, I always try to look at the best of people. Vaughn says it's about me all the time, but there is some racist hicks out there. All right. <laughs> and it is what it is. They, You're in it, Arkansas. Yeah, in Arkansas, for real. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we're talking about country boy, wife beater, fucking Ford pickup truck, 
coolers in the back with fucking uh, blue ribbon <laughs> riding around saying, fuck yeah, all that crazy blue shit. Ribbon, though? Yeah, some BR, you feel me? And uh, Not some BR. had fucking white dudes drive by in the fucking truck when I was in school, hanging out their truck, driving by fast fuck, saying, nigger, niggers need to die and all this type of shit. And it's just, bro, blatant. And, it's, you know, I'm pretty sure the KKK exists in that area for sure. You know, mm. um, man, honestly, I just, I hate racism just because it's just not right, first of all. That's the main reason. But then I experienced it as a child growing up throughout my whole childhood. And being biracial, I know most people would think that a biracial person doesn't deal with racism. But actually, we deal with it a lot on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's all I thought about it. Like, we don't... It, I'm not... Blood. Yeah, 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 we get it on both sides. I mean, if, if you know your, like, history mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, the 1% rules, if I had just a little 1% of black in me back in the day, I was still considered a slave, regardless. I'd have just been closer to the house, of course, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't make no difference at the end of the day. You know, my folks always told me growing up that no matter what, you were black. You feel me? And I grew up, like we spoke in the previous episodes, my mom was in her, like, 50s and 60s, older lady. So she grew up in the 30s and stuff, you know, where that shit was still popping. So she, you know, that's what she always taught me was you're black. And, of course, that's what I, that's what I, that's what I see myself as. And it's not because um, that's, like, the thing to do. It's because that's who raised me was that side of my family. The other side didn't have nothing, wanted nothing to do with me. You know, they didn't put a foot into that part when they found out, I guess, that my father had a mixed baby or who knows what the matters may be. I don't know. But they were never in my life and still aren't in my life today. So I claim biracial, of course, but I'm also, you know, most dominantly black for sure, hands down. Like, <laughs> if you see my four brothers, you wouldn't believe it because they darker than emperor. Let me tell you, some of them are darker than the emperor. But uh, look, I'm the limit of darkness. No, I'll get to that later, though. No, nah, they darker than under the bed, bro. They dark. But uh, you, yeah, they dark. Oh. But uh, man, I think this blatant racism, bro, is real, man. It is real out here, especially when uh, like all the stuff going on in the world, like last year with the killings and stuff. Oh my god, mm-hmm. the shit is crazy out here, bro. And I just hate racism, man. Honestly, and I don't think it'll go away. I really don't think it will go away, sad to say. Okay. I um I'd hate to agree with you on that, but I don't think it'll go away till all the boomers die. When that generation dies, mm-hmm. then it should be gone. It should be gone. I won't say it'll be gone completely, but it should be pretty It won't be eradicated, minute. but it'll be yeah. No, it, it, it should be pretty minute. Um because the generation before us, the millennials, they, they're still influenced by them, so they still have these prejudices here and there. Um, mm-hmm. Especially with the experience of my mother, with her being that generation, that X generation, she, she has her preferences. You know, especially when it comes to women I date. So it's <laughs> as far as that goes. So let's get into my story. <laughs> it's um, it's just going to be pretty funny for y'all, I think. I, I laugh at it all the time. Uh, I am a chocolate man, and that's how it is. I I'm that's just what I am. Um, I originally was in Seattle and then I moved to Kentucky after around my senior year of high school and all that kind of shit. Seattle was very diverse, yet I went to a school with predominantly white kids. 
and I lived in a neighborhood where we weren't supposed to be there. We were the black dot on that perfect white canvas they like to call. So I got made fun of, got uh, fought a lot, a lot. But, you know, when you, and the worst thing is I was intelligent. Well, I won't say was. I am. That's, that's a dumb way to say it. But um, I'm an intelligent black man, which is a very scary thing in America for white people. Um, for those of you who listening, I'm not saying y'all individually, you, the Caucasian people that are listening to this cat, pocket, uh, you know, this podcast right now. But for for the people I was dealing with, it was for that section of Caucasian people, it was. So no matter how many times I fought, the institutions there kept me because I brought them more money because of my scores. Now, not because they didn't keep me there because their kids were picking on me and I was defending myself. I was a money back to them. That's why they kept me. Otherwise, they would expel me and send me to some juvenile delinquent school or something like that for beating up their children. Even though those kids would start the fights, but, you know, little Timmy's dad donates all this money to the school so little Timmy can do what he wants to whomever he wants. And that's how that goes. Then uh, I moved to Kentucky. <laughs> that was the worst day uh the worst place to, to be for a black man, in my opinion, it, it's nothing there for us. It is systematically and blatantly just racist. I don't care what anyone says. Kentucky is the most racist state I've ever been to. And the fact that my family to settle down there is ridiculous. I don't know why they're just comfortable in that ignorance, whatever they want to be. Uh, Shepherdsville, Kentucky is a, was the headquarters of the KKK at the time I was there. And that was only 30, 45 minutes up from where I was living. They were right there. They had rallies in, in, in the city that I was living in. They would do they would have rallies and have their horses and wear their hats and walk right through in modern times. This was like 2013 before when, I, when this stuff happened. So this is recent. This is not this is not some old school shit. I'm not that old. I'm not even 30 yet to give y'all perspective. And then I even caught flack from my own people. I looked like them, but I didn't talk like them. I didn't speak like them. I didn't think like them. I didn't move like they did. I didn't move. I'm not going to say I moved better than them. I was just smarter in, in my own way. doesn't make me better than them, no. It, I'm smarter than them, though. I had good grades. I talked, you know, my speech was proper. I was respectful regardless of whatever happened. So I got in a lot of fights. They tested my metal. You know, they tried to pull my car, and they thought I was, you know, a bitch. I'm not. I wasn't raised to be one. So I didn't gain the respect until high school, like LSD said, uh, as far as that goes. And then um, to speed this up after high school and I got to the working world corporate, <laughs> don't ever be the, a 22-year-old black man on a board of directors. I graduated my first degree in three years and I had a job at a company's name, which I will not name. They deal with pharmaceuticals. Y'all know who y'all are. I appreciate all the royalties I still get from y'all. Um and I was one. I was 22 years old, and the next board of director next to me was was 45. He had worked from the ground up his whole life and got to the spot. And I just come in, new kid with all these new ideas, and I was black. <laughs> that didn't work either. So I had to I had to fight tooth and nail to keep my job because they were trying to out me or say I wouldn't follow in policies or I was skimming off the business budget and stuff like that. I've followed their things. They even tried to get me for an IRS tax break. Um. They even tried to get the IRS. I'm going to say I was evading taxes, which I wasn't. I, re I sued the IRS for falling for that goofy shit and um, sued the business itself. So 
these are just the things I've ran into as being an educated black man, which I'm pretty sure many others can tell you attest to the same story. I mean, secretaries, like I was talking to LSD before the we started today. Walking the elevator by myself, you know, there'd be a Caucasian woman there. She's, you know, had her purse relaxed, and all of a sudden she's tucking her purse under her arm. And we gotta go 20 floors down. As if I'm gonna rob her. The I'm walking on one side of the hallway in, in the in the office space, people go to the other side. Same thing with the street. People going to the other side of the street when they see you. I, I get judged all the time, but I cover my skin. To this day, to this day, honestly, like uh, even though I'm in uh the wonderful state of Texas, you, sorry, but some of y'all Latino people, y'all think y'all white, and you're not. We'll keep it a buck with you. You're not white. They don't they don't the white people don't see you as white. That's another minority that seems to yeah. hate on, <laughs> on my minority too. That's it's, that drives me crazy. It, it really does. I, I I tell you from experience, uh, I had a college course because I'm working on my third degree now. It was uh, inter interpersonal communication, right? Mm-hmm. So my our instructor, he was a white man, you know, but you know, cool, whatever, nothing wrong with him. He was asking the question, and you know, do a lot of you Latinas identify? What do y'all identify as? Hey, identify as white. They think yeah. that, and they explain that they think they're white. And I'm sitting here. No, <laughs> you are not white. You're Mexican, Puerto Rican, or whatever you may be. You've just been colonized to think you are. I didn't say that to him because you know that's not my place to challenge their identity. But it's crazy how they how they view it. So they view me as oh, he's my father would never accept if I dated that man or I associate myself with a black man. But you know they admired me because of how intelligent I am. Because it's a you know it's a younger generation, it's my generation and below sitting in those classes. So it's just we're more accepting and open. Um, as far as that goes. And then even for my own family, it's prejudice because, I mean, most of my family is the boomers are running it. You know, they went through racism in the 50s. They had to fight tooth and nail. You know, they went through that. They went through the 50s racing with the with the fire hoses. Many of them marched with Martin Luther King. They, many a times, they had to deal with that. My, my, my grandmother's, no, excuse me, my aunt said to me, don't you ever step in my house if you ever bring a white woman home. I was not allowed to go back to their home kind of thing. I've seen it to where one of my my cousins dated a white girl in high school, and they shunned her out. They put the cold shoulder to this young white girl. She was 15 years old, and they shunned her out like she did something to their son or did them wrong somehow. But this is a blatant racism that I can't accept, and I don't care to accept. And my family knows how where I come from with that. Um and I told my great grandmother straight up, like, I'll date whoever I want to date. If I bring a white woman home and you don't want me walking in here, you might as well consider yourself not my grandparent. And, I'm, I, and I have no problem cutting family off like that. You, it doesn't matter who it is. If, if you don't, if my morals and our morals don't line up like that, I can't be around you. That's negativity, you know, and I'm trying to be a part of a change as far as that goes. But that's my take on blatant racism. You know, a little long winded, but I'll get the point. No, man, I, I agree with you, bro. I'm, I've been similar, like growing up, it was like, um, yeah, why don't you date more of your people, your kind? I've had that said to me before. Hey. What, do you, what do you mean yeah. my kind? I'm mixed. I could date whoever I want. It doesn't matter what race they are. Well, I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. we want you to start dating, you know, more black women and stuff like that. And I have nothing against black women. I have nothing against white women, Hispanic I, women. I, I got, got nothing against, I got nothing against <laughs> any race. Maybe against that person as in general, but I don't blame it on their race. Maybe on their ignorance. 
You know what I'm saying? That's why I got to blame on y'all's ignorance. Their ignorance, not their color of their skin. And that's the that's the problem today in this world is we are majority of the world is is not just racist but more prejudiced too nowadays especially mm-hmm. um, towards the color of your skin. Stereotypes, to yeah, people. stereotypes, yeah. hands down. If I guarantee, if there was a situation like you mentioned with the woman in the elevator, if that woman was in an elevator and a Hispanic came in. She probably would have still grabbed her purse. She probably would have grabbed her purse regardless, oh, yeah, unless it was a met, a white Caucasian. You know, I agree. I agree. So, and that's just because of the way that person looks. I mean, you could have been if I, I put it like this: if a it could be like a black man goes into that elevator, suit and tie, briefcase, looking, you know, business. She's probably gonna grab me, her purse, me. right? But then a white guy goes mm-hmm. in there, baggy pants and some ripped holes in the jeans and some flashy jewelry and stuff. She's probably going to ask him for directions. Who knows? Honestly. It, you know, I like it, your chain. Where'd you get it? Yeah, for real. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. They won't say chain. They'll yeah. say necklace. Our jewelry. You know, <laughs> I don't really know what chains are. Like <laughs> but, your jewelry, jewelry. Yeah, the blatant racism, bro. And then, jewelry, you know, jewelry. the part that I hate the most about blatant racism? Well, not blatant. I'm sorry. Yeah. Which is our next topic, right? Is... When you're being racist without knowing you're being racist. I think that's the one that... Oh, systematic racism. Yeah, that's the one that really gets me the most, bro, is that one. Because, for example, uh, you could be... Let's say you're um, in, a, in a work environment. All different races are working, mm. right? It doesn't mean that just because... You're speaking to a Caucasian male doesn't mean you have to speak to him a certain type of way and about a certain thing that you think he may like because of the color of his skin, you know, or vice versa. Speak to a dark skinned male. I get what you're saying. Because you may. Oh, he go. He go, y'all. Hey, we need y'all sponsorships. This is our episode. What? I don't know. This is number three in a row, right? That this man's internet doesn't give him the skip, skip, skiddly d. Shout out to Tony Baker. Shout out to Tony Baker because his, his internet is giving him the skip, skip, skiddly d. Tony Baker, shout out to you for real. For real, my okay. internet is racist. It's not racist. All right, my internet is <laughs> no. My internet we need is racist. Internet, we need it's sponsors. Racist. Get us more. <laughs> hey, share our stuff so we can get sponsored. We can pay for him to get more internet. Right? For real, y'all. I don't know what's going on because like. I'm right beside the modem, y'all. Y'all got it. Yeah, it's racist. It's racist. It's racist. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I remember what I was saying too, so don't think I forgot. Now, all right. I knew at what moment I cut mm-hmm. off too. Okay, I you caught myself this time, morning, guys. Though. I didn't it's keep. I know, man. It, it's Listen, y'all. Not the hardest. No, Listen, I know where I left off. So, I just like, for example, if you're in a room, different races. Doesn't mean you have to talk about one certain thing because of that race. If I'm going to talk to a black person, I'm not going to sit here and talk about tennis, you know, Jordans or uh, 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 what else? Uh, uh, dang, come on, man. I got it on the tip of my tongue. What's in a stereotype? Fried chicken. Fried chicken. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not going to talk about yeah, no rap music. Yeah. If that's not something I like, then I'm not going to try to indulge it with someone else. Just because I think they may like it because of the color of their skin. You know what I'm saying? And that happens a lot. And I know a lot of people may think that doesn't seem racist, but it actually is it to is. that person. 
without you knowing. You feel me? So you, you got to really be careful about what you say and who you say it to because some people don't don't take that shit too kindly. I'm one of those people. You know? White people, Hispanic people, they, you're not coming they might, to me like, yo, my brother, we not, stop. Just say what's up. I'm cool with that. That's standard slang across all boards and nationalities. Up. Yeah, you didn't say what's up, my brother, to your no, white man bro. over there. So why would you come over and say it? Yeah, see like stuff. If you see me and my other fellow black African American brother say what's up, my brother, because that is my brother. We're the same. You don't get to do that. <laughs> don't come to me. That's just between yeah. me and that person. That's how we talk to each other. If I don't know you, just say hi. How are you? I'm such a sub. Like hey, how are you? I'm such a sub. I'm gonna keep it professional with you, even if it's yeah. not a professional setting. But that's how you get introduced. You don't just. Yeah. What up? What's up? What's up, dog? No, man, stop that. Stop it. Facts, because people do that so much nowadays, bro. And I don't think they know they do it. And it's on both oh, yeah, sides. It's on both sides. Both sides. Black oh, people, yeah, white do. people, all the time. <laughs> but you know, we do it. Sometimes we do yeah, it purposely. We do it. We do it purposely. I, I'm one of those. Sometimes people, we do it purposely out of out of out of out of fucking I, just yeah, spite, anger, people. or whatever. You know. It, like it ain't right. It ain't right. I like messing it's not with y'all because right. y'all so, you know y'all so gullible sometimes. I like messing with y'all. It's quite funny, but <laughs> I have at least, at least give me that three hundred, actually five hundred plus years of slavery. At least let me fuck with y'all's emotions a little bit. Whoa, man! What was um? So okay, so shout out real quick to uh-huh. um, and he's famous too, and he's famous, and he's one of my favorite rappers. So I hope he listens. All right, but shout out to Joyner Lucas. Mm. For y'all who ain't never listened to his song, I'm Not a Racist, listen and watch the video. It actually is very powerful, actually. It's, um, just give you an idea, it's a white man and a black man sitting in a room together, and they're talking about the things they dislike about each other. Y'all should really watch You definitely got to watch because, it with the video, because when I heard the song originally, I didn't care for it, because it seemed like nonsense to me. But yeah, you have to watch the video. The video. I, I, got the, mad, I got the both sides. I got where he was coming from with that. Yeah. Um, it's going to make you mad at first, though, for real, because you're going to be like, hold on, what did he just say? And then you got to, if you don't know who Jordan Lucas is, it's going to be really funny if you don't see who he is. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, it starts off kind of, you like, what the fuck did I just see? Can he do that? You'll see though when y'all watch it. But watch that video for real. Shout out to Jordan Lucas. Um, he he had a very powerful message about and he got a lot of criticism oh, for yeah. that. A no lot. Surprise. And he all he did was spoke his mind and he just said all he did was just name out all the stereotypes on both sides. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what he did. And that's what we're doing right now, really, if you think about it. I mean, yeah, is it a trend? Like, is it a trend that most black kids don't have fathers in their life. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it is a trend. It is a trend. Sad to say. It's not because they're black, though. It's just, <laughs> I don't know what it could be. It could, because at the same time, a black man would tell you, you know, the reason they probably not in their child's life because a white man wouldn't give them a job or some shit. I don't fucking know the reasons. But there's things like that. And he talks about that type of stuff, you know. And then with the he talks about the white people how they saying all lives matter is a protest to my protest. What type of shit is that? True. You know? So I mean you really gotta listen to it because it's really speaking about what we're speaking. It's just got bars. That's really what it is. <laughs> but I, I don't like that and he says that systematic racist bullshit in there too. Literally, he talks about that See, too. And that's systematically that shit for me, it's such a broad spectrum because 
when it comes to hiring preferences, when it comes to social dis- dis- discontentment, um, when it comes to just mm-hmm. service in restaurants or my uh, most annoying shit for me is I'm a man with, with resources. In other words, I'm a man with money too. I go into some expensive stores and buy shit because I, I might want something out of there. Um, and I get followed around the store. They think I don't notice it because they act like they're like restocking the, the shelves in that area or they'll, they'll pull something out and fold it that doesn't need to be folded. Or they'll constantly ask me, can I help you, sir? Can I help you, sir? Can I help you, sir? That is the most annoying shit. I had that happen. And then when Bro, I go up to the, then when I find someone who's a minority who works there, just because I because you gotta piss me off because you profiled me, and I give them all the sales and they get all the commissions, and then y'all are looking stupid as hell. That's my lesson to y'all. I do that shit all the time. I go on Ralph Lauren, that shit happens to me constantly. Constantly. I'm calling y'all too. Ralph Lauren and San Marcos outlets. The next time I walk in there, you can't miss me. Big, broad-shouldered <laughs> black man with curly hair and persol Italian frames. Walk in there, and next time I want to buy me some Ralph, if you niggas don't leave me alone and let me let me shop, because I blow a good 800 to a G every time I go in there. And you notice every time who gets them commissions is some, is some minority, because the rest of you ain't acting right. I'm sick of that shit. That shit bras me so nuts. No, because I'll, I'll watch you too. Y'all be like, we do that to everybody. No, the hell y'all don't. I watch. I keep my eyes on you. I wait outside the store literally just to see if you do that shit to other people. And you don't. <laughs> Stop that shit. Stop it, man. Stop it. It, it, Yo, I recently had some shit like that happen. Bro, it ha- Recently, and it pissed me off, bro. I was with my girl. Swear to God, I love you, baby. We was out in another country. We was in, Eight uh, episodes in a row. Indiana. I Eight did do it. In a row. Yeah, Congrats. Yeah. Yes, sir. I did. Eight episodes, baby. Love you. So, hey, so we was in Indiana and we went to, um, it was a Mexican restaurant to go eat, right? My girl's uh, Hispanic. And it's just what she wanted at that time, actually. So we go there. Actually, we both wanted that, actually, because I didn't expect anything else good in that. I didn't expect them to have good food. But long story short, so we go sit down. Now, it's a Sunday. We're there. I'm looking around, and I see nothing but Caucasian. Nothing but Caucasian all around, sitting down eating. I'm talking about tables put together, family dinners on Sunday at the church, cowboy hats. We're what talking about the whole shebang Call them niggas out for their fuckery. What part? Of it was in Elkhart. It was up north. Elkhart, it was up north in Elkhart, Indiana. right? So, hold on. It's going to get worse, bro. It had nothing to do with the people eating there. I mean, yeah, I feel like we had a couple eyes, but the waiters were Hispanic. Oh, you're still ain't shit. It don't matter. The waiters. The <laughs> waiters were Hispanic. Now, hear me out, right? They, they set us down. They came and brought us some water, Okay. I swear to God, and my baby will validate this. We waited then 30 minutes before we got seen again. And we literally said, all right, we're finna get up and go. And just as we said that, a motherfucking waiter comes up. Are y'all ready to order? Come on, G. The fuck you think? The fuck you think? You see us trying to, we finna go leave. And then the food comes and, bro, you're talking about Taco Bell's better. Yo, they gave y'all the trash. They gave y'all... They gave them what I like to call a bag of McFuck it. 
Bro, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't try and leave a tip or pay. I was like, baby, go start the car. Oh, what's up? I was, <laughs> I wasn't finna, nah, bro. And we, you know what, though? I, I mean, I'm, bro, I went to a different restaurant to straight up all Caucasian and it was a similar output, honestly. I went to a fish restaurant. And yeah, we went to a fish restaurant, bro. And it was fucking a slew of Caucasian again, maybe like a, a one or two. Uh, African-Americans, but all the waiting staff was Caucasian. Mm. Bro, I swear to God, it took almost another 20 minutes before we had a waitress to come take our order. And I'm just like, oh, babe. And I'm trying to be, you know, positive. You just want to eat, bro. That's that's the thing. You just want to eat. Do they think I can't afford it? Like That or you a pigeon on their freedom? You drive a business away because of your skin tone? There's many reasons that they be doing that. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I don't like that shit. No, tell them I about, hate that tell shit. Tell them about the apartment complex. I hate that tell shit. Tell them about that. Oh, Talk to them ooh, about that. ooh, Emperor. Okay. Okay. Yes, let's talk about hear. this talk racist to, bitch. Be quiet. Let's talk about this racist old fucking bitch. All right. Let's talk I'm about this. Right. You are absolutely I'm right, a- Emperor. Yeah. So let me tell y'all something. So me and my baby, we go looking for a place to live and we go house and apartment hunting. And we are finding some nice places, nice people, but just not what we're looking for. But we go to this one place. It had everything we was looking for. Beautiful green grass, nice area, came with a two-car garage included, three-bedroom, two-bath, fireplace, living room, den, the whole shebang-bang you're talking about for the best price we can afford, Right? Soon as I fucking, my girl stayed in the car because we've been walking all day, going to all these different houses. So she was tired. So she was like, baby, go see if they even got like uh, displays and stuff. Go talk to them first and then I'll come in. I was like, all right, baby, go ahead. I got it. So I go inside and uh, I'm standing in the door. This old white lady to the right of me, she's working there. She gets up and says, how can I help you? And I said, yeah, I'm looking for a place to rent. She was like, we don't have nothing available. I said, but you didn't even hear why I'm trying to move in. She was like, well, when are you, when are you trying to move in? I said, October. We won't have nothing available then either, probably. Probably. I was like, you can't give me a tour or nothing? She was like, I don't have anything to show you at this moment. I was like, okay, can you answer some questions for me? What questions do you have? I'm like, do you have a problem or something? Like, what? what is, like I told her that I have an a, a emotional support dog, right? A, a medical dog. And it's a pit bull. Yeah, so what? whoop de doo Stereotype me. Fuck you. All right? And that's a bar. Uh, and I told her it was a pit bull. And she said, oh, we can't accept that. I don't care if it's medical or not. We can't accept it because it's an aggressive breed. And I said, <laughs> aggressive? I almost, I almost cussed this white woman out and said, I'm finna show you fucking aggressive. I walked out. And I was so pissed off because... I wanted to share how I felt about this white woman so bad because of the way she treated me. And it was like, I did nothing but being the utmost respectful young man you can be to your elders. But at some point I was literally, I'm just happy my girl didn't go in to be honest with you because I don't think my girl would have used words. I think my girl would have smacked her wig off like straight up because this, this bitch was racist as fuck. And then we go to another place that's okay, it got what we need, affordable price. And we tell them, I ask them questions. I say, excuse me, just one big question. 
if I have emotional support dog, medical documents, paperwork, and all that stuff, and it's a pit bull, we all still not accept it? If you got the documents, yeah, we'll accept it. Everybody accepts it. You just have to, we send it up to the corporation, they approve it. I said, oh, really? So I started diming that mother. I said, well, this bitch over here at this apartments or whatever it was, townhomes or whatever, I don't remember the name now, y'all, because I didn't get no brochure, nothing from that home, not even a business card. But I was like, that bitch said this and did this. She was like, what? And listen, I swear to you, it went from I talked to that old white woman and went to a different place, talked to another old white woman, totally different personalities. You know what I'm saying? So I can't sit here and say it's a race thing, but I am starting to see the age thing because that was an older, what do you call them, baby boomers, I would say. She was a baby boomer. Oh, that's the one that we talked to was more like a yeah, she was maybe like 40 oh, she's, or something. She's generation or 30 X. or some shit like she's that. 40 to generation X. She's like Gen X. So I was just, I was, I was, I was really mad. My girl was mad. And I mean, we that really kind of fucked up our whole day. Like after that, we didn't go look at no more houses or anything. And we were honestly was thinking about not giving this fucking town none of our business, period. Mm-hmm. And looking for places far over yonder. Like I'll take fucking 40, 50 minute drives to work and shit like that because. That shit was just too blatant. It just really pissed me off. And I even told my baby, I told her, I said, baby, I'm happy you didn't go in there with me because you got no filter. I said, you got no filter. I don't think that conversation that I had with her would have been the same if you had it because I don't think it would have been much worse. First of all, service dogs, not having businesses cannot deny service dogs. That's not a reason. So my what point. she was doing was illegal, first of all. And she knew that. Definitely. She I know it was. She definitely knew that. She just saw a black man walking there and she didn't want that person in that neighborhood. Yeah. Because how you going to tell me? I went in June. Or was it June or May? It was, no, it was the first week, June, of, June. First week of June. How the fuck yeah. you going to tell me you're not going to? How you gonna tell me you're not going to have anything available come October? October. Motherfucker, that's they, what, three, four months from now? They don't even have half of the part have their shit out there that far yet. September is the farthest right now. I'm, I'm yeah, so. Soon, so. You can't even sit here and at least try to make a fucking commission. Try to make a sale. Not to you. She so I was pissed. So you want to make it to you? Yeah, I guess she thought a nigga was broke or something. I should have slapped her with some fucking money. I'm about to life. <laughs> that that shit pissed money. me off. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I almost, I almost literally just flipped the whole script and just went crazy. I almost definitely just lost all fucking respect. I didn't want him not to talk about that blade racism. You know, we're on a systematic segment right now, but I wanted to make sure he got that. Got that in there so you know that still happens. I want to let him know. Systematic. That whole was racist. She ain't shit. She ain't shit. Y'all let me find the name of this fucking apartment real quick. Jeez. All right. <laughs> when it comes that to systematic, man. it's those kind of people who are running organizations that are making the judgments on our kind. So I'm going to move on to, we're going to move on. Uh, so we got to take longer than expected, but it's okay. We're going to go on to sensitivity. So what I, what I mean by sensitivity is not everything's about race. All right. And I'm talking to, to, to us black people specifically. We like to act like everything negative that happens to us that's done by another race is has to do with our race. No, you could just be a not shit nigga or a bitch. You could just be a shit and they didn't want to deal with you. Or you they your past says I'm not gonna pay my bills and you got denied. I had I had a, a young lady I was talking to her. She said she got a, denied for a car loan because uh 
she was black. I was like, are you sure? So she told she show, she told me her credit, her credit score. I'm not going to name her name. Uh, she was a former client, so I can talk about this case. It doesn't violate my contractual agreement. Uh, and her history, she had terrible payment history and all that kind of stuff. She still had defaulted on some loans and stuff. I'm like, you didn't get approved because you don't pay your bills. You just be pulling stuff out and not paying people back. She was like, I have to pay them back? And I'm like, yes, you have to pay back. It's your borrowing stuff. Where do you think that money comes from? You know, They don't just put money in your account when you ask for money and then you not have to pay it back. Honey, that's what it's a loan. So loan means. And I had to explain it to her. And she was just wouldn't listen to me. This is she's 21 years old, you know, thinking she knows everything. And she's still out there defaulting on loans and credit cards. <laughs> so it's just little stuff like that. Everything's about race. And we can't be just pulling the race card out whenever we don't get something. And that's against our own people. Don't call somebody an Uncle Tom because they, they called you out on your bullshit. Don't do that. We got to hold ourselves to a, a standard too, man. Like, we can't have our cake and eat it too. What comes to that? Facts. Don't be so damn Facts. Scared. I mean, I think sometimes we're, we're even racist yeah. with our own yeah. people. It'd it be like that. Yeah, it'd it be yeah, for real. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, yo, I don't give a fuck. You can take it how you want. But I think sometimes black people are more racist than white people. Hey, it, it, it's a, I, it, it, it depends on the area that you're at, honestly. Like, wherever you live at, it, it and happens. And for those of you that don't believe and minorities can be racist, that's ignorant. Ignorant. That's yeah, what ignorant. the fuck? Is, we can't oppress anybody because we have no, no government body to overpower anyone. We can't oppress people. But we can definitely be racist to people. Black people, absolutely. Absolutely. It's probably some... Yeah. I think half... Now, it might be more racist. stereotype and, and and prejudice because I, when I think of racist, I think of, uh, honestly, you know, that hardcore like, hate type yeah, shit. I think of hatred. Yeah, hatred. So I'm not going to say that we're racist to ourselves and stuff like that, but we're prejudiced and, and, and stereotype ourselves a lot too. You know what I'm saying? Like, black people treat black people some type of way sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you see, sometimes you see that man come around that corner, you be like, shit, yeah, he cool, but I ain't gonna let that nigga down. Facts. He ain't gonna yeah, pay me I'm back. I'm also one of the people, like, a certain... You know what I'm saying? I'm just being smart. Uh, I go to New York, I see a group of black men. I'm not trying to get pressed right now. I'm just trying to be on vacation. Or in L.A., bro. Y'all, y'all... L.A. be acting a fool, bro. There ain't no reason to ask me from what, what hood I'm from if you ain't ever seen me before. Obviously, I'm not from here or any hood that you know of. I'm a tourist, nigga. But then again, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be in any of those areas. I don't go. I'm not going to Crenshaw. I'm not. I'm not even going to even give y'all the opportunity to try and hold me up for some reason. That's just dumb. Don't put yourself in those situations. But that's all I'm going to say on the sensitivity part because it's really not much to say on that. It's just not everything's about race, y'all. It's just that simple. Not even, and if you think it is, you ain't shit. You ain't straight shit. up. And y'all you, ain't shit. And if you got a problem with what we saying. Pull up. Pull up a kiss. You can kiss my ass. Girl. I don't Pull care. Up. You can kiss my ass. All right. Now that we all feel the same way. I, I, I agree. I agree. Hmm. Anything else, LSD, on the sensitivity part? No, nah, man. I think I'm getting sensitive. Let's go. Move on. All right. Moving on. Moving on from the, the seriousness now <laughs> and the doom and I guess the doom and gloom, if you will. I'm going to read you an article. All right. This is not the crazy story time, y'all. This is just something that I found that needed to be discussed. All right. 
Are you listening? You listening? Everybody listening? All right. Oh, I'm here. All I'm right, here. All right. The shitheads out there listening. Excellent. Dr. Dre to pay ex-wife Nicole Young $3.5 million a year in spousal support amid divorce. Three Not child support, right? But no, this is alimony, or as they call it, spousal support. For a for how long? Though? For let me read the rest. I just wanted you to take in the title. You gonna like the rest of this motherfucker? Okay. Right here. Okay. Oh, that was just the title. That was just the title. <laughs> well, where's that part of fuckery that we were talking about? Oh, here it is. Yes, here's the part of fuckery. The hip hop mogul is to pay his ex-wife roughly three hundred thousand dollars a month until she enters into a new domestic partnership, either uh, either uh, a new domestic partnership if either one of them die, or until the court issues a uh, a different mandate. So, in other words, he's got to pay her three hundred dollars a month for the rest of her life, if she unless she gets into a relationship with another man or woman, or if the court deems it unnecessary. So she can leech First him all, the rest of his life. 300 grand a month. 300 grand a month? A month. That's 3.5 million a year. Damn, she don't ever have to work. She now never here's did. Here's my question to, to the. Well, here's my question to the legal system. Okay. <laughs> you asking me. I don't know. They don't hear you. Go ahead. I, I'm just I'm just curious of how they came up with that ridiculously high number for someone who's never worked. At well, what point is three hundred thousand a month a reasonable price for someone to to get a month? I'm just curious. Well, because like, I don't get three hundred k a month. This is what we were talking about some episodes back, where the the system for men and women in marriage, it the, the men lose every time. Mm. Okay, this is this is a part of that. Yeah, that was that was yeah. this whole thing. Doctor Dre and his wife. So they they got the divorce due to unreconcilable differences, not for infidelity, not for him doing some side shit. They just couldn't agree with certain things. They couldn't they couldn't be around each other anymore. They just fell out of love. They They fell out of love, love, right? And now she gets a portion of his empire because of, but she didn't do anything. I don't. If you if you're and he didn't do nothing wrong. It's not on a deed. You're not an investor. You're not doing any work at these businesses at all. You don't. You shouldn't get a cut of that man's wealth because you were married to him. He, that's horseshit. I'd be damned if some woman I, I marry gets any part of my empire and all you were was my wife. I don't give a fuck. Congratulations, you're my wife. And like I like like apparently just now it didn't work out. He could find another one. He's Doctor Fucking Dre. He can replace you. He can replace you, man. Yeah, for real, bro. That's he can fucking replace you in a, in a blink of an eye. You're like, you're replaceable. Uh, I, and I hate to say it, all women are replaceable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. If your man is that, is that 1%, you know, that one of the part of that 1% men, them high value men, like we were talking about in the previous podcast, mm-hmm. you are replaceable easily. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they committed to one woman is still bonkers to me. The fact that he committed to, to you. You should have been happy off of that and made that shit work. But now you're getting your little 300 k a month for not doing shit. That's trifling to me. So so what about child support? That's a separate thing? That's no, not included that's in that 300 k No. He, he's taking care of the kids. That's whatever. That's not included. 
LSD. That's not included. She's getting 300K just to go in her pocket a month. A month. You know what upsets me? It just upsets me because she's not working. No. And she doesn't have to work now either. She's the, and that's, that's the thing. And she's the never worked. The court, no, yes. And the court's just so like, she's never know. worked the entire time. No. She hasn't done shit to him for him for that empire that he built. It's all him. Because so she had it, no part of none of that. If she had a name on the deed of something, she would have took whatever was in her name in the split of the divorce. She wouldn't be seeking monetary compensation because she would have assets, but she doesn't. So therefore, they get they're trying to pull from. Drake. So she's gonna take his assets. Yes. For, for now, if they just did one lump sum. I would have got it. I would have been. I would have understood that they did one lump sum. Oh. But three point. We just three point two to three point three point five million right? a year. And she was looking for two billion. Three point five million. Yeah, I remember that one, and I, I laughed at that one. I yeah, remember and, reading that. So and, she's getting three point five million a year. Yep. Until he dies, or until she falls in love with someone else. Until either one of them. Or dies until or, the court says otherwise. Yeah, it's either one of them. If either one of them die, then no. Well, one she gonna make sure that nigga live a long time. She she can't now. She gotta vacate the premises. <laughs> oh oh wait wait wait. <laughs> So the houses also that they have the big houses wherever he has them, he's also has to maintain all those houses mm-hmm. that she gets access to. He yes, I, read up, the, I was like, stay what? Up. He gotta maintain all the estates as well. Stay up, bro. Stay up, bro. Yes, Dre will also continue to pay the expenses of their of their Malibu and Pacific Palisades homes. So her names are on these deeds. <sighs> So he's got to maintain the expenses for both of those fucking homes. And, or maybe more than one. They may have more than one in Malibu in the Palisades. And he's got to maintain all those. Wait. Well, he had to do it. If, they, if they're paid for it, then that should have been... What do you yeah. mean? He shouldn't have to fucking no, pay no, no, no deals. No. Millionaires still take out loans for houses and shit. They do that shit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure at this point, he could just pay, he probably he's just going to pay them off. He's a billionaire. I, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure at this point, he's going to because that's... that's ridiculous. Maintain those expenses? Yeah. And Malibu and the Palisades? Shit. I'm Bitch, bitch Wood. I'm Stay not, up, Dre. Stay up, bro. For real. And this, this was a man who was just in the hospital yeah, and then, who had his house broken into. Yeah, which, I was going to say that. Which, amid this divorce, this is... I think she's the one that hired the people to break in that bitch in the first goddamn place. But, you know, whatever. How you just going to get into a billionaire's house knowing damn well he got security? Come on, dog. The wife let that nigga in. You're going to try to rob a man on his deathbed. <laughs> Nicole Young ain't shit. God, you no. ain't shit. I don't. You ain't shit. Jada Pinka ain't shit. Y'all ain't shit, bro. <laughs> I, I fucking I can't stand you. Dude, Jada out there, boy. He yeah, just said I had to throw Jada out there. <laughs> Man, I've been, I've been saying that since the whole entanglement shit happened. Fuck you, Jada. Back to Walk's favorite session. LSD's favorite section. Session. Wow, I cannot talk right now, you guys. LSD's favorite words are hard, bro. Words are fucking hard. Words Shout are out to hard. Tahir Moore, okay? Words are hard. <laughs> so LSD's favorite section where I, I just bring up a story, you know, it's crazy outlandish, and don't tell him shit about it until the day of. Mm. So it's so hot in Dubai, in Dubai that the government is artificially creating rainstorms. The fuck? Yeah. They got yeah. X-Men? Yeah, they got X-Men. 
The so fuck with, you... temp with temperatures in Dubai regularly surpassing 115 degrees Fahrenheit, the government has decided to control of the scorching, take control of the scorching weather. Scientists in the United States, United em Arab Emirates, whew, that's a lot of full, are making it rain artificially. <laughs> yeah, they, they try to throw a joke in there. Whoever, hold on, let me see what the author of this article is. Sophie Lewis, fade list. Definitely fade list. <laughs> are making it rain, pause, artificially. Using electrical charges from drones to manipulate the weather and force rainfall across the desert nation. Meteor, meteor, logic. Oh, wow, I cannot, wow, I can't read. You know, meteorologists and shit, you know, them niggas, officials. We're just gotcha. talking ebonics today. Fuck this. I understand that better. <laughs> meteorologists, them niggas out there, released video footage this week showing a downpour over Ras Al Kaima. If I, I please forgive me, Dubai, if I mispronounce that, as well as several other uh, other regions. The new method of cloud seeding shows promise in helping to mitigate drought conditions worldwide without many environmental concerns, as previous methods involving salt flares did. So yes, they have weather machines in their own way. They control. They can make it rain in Dubai. So which 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 puts me forced to this. You know those white clouds in the skies, and all of a sudden you just your mood changes when you see those streaks. Or, we if you went to Fort Benning for basic, you always know who I'm talking about. This for some reason, every time we had a rook march, it fucking rain. It'd be dry all week, but for some reason, we have to rock, rock 10, 12 miles, and it rained. You think they were making it? Rain? That's suspicious to me. I I do. Personally, that was the thought of the whole time we were in baseline. These niggas gotta be making it rain because it's it, it's every time. There's this, and I'm not the only person. Different sections who've went to Fort Benning for basic training for U.S. military have said the same thing. I've run into many of my fellow alumni from that area <laughs> who said these things. And you know, the government likes to be ahead. You know, we got 5G now, but the government's on 9G by now. It's usually how it works. We don't get the the G's until they're about three or four generations above us. So you I didn't know. So you think we out here got weather machines? In the I US? think we do. In the U.S.? I think we do. I think we do. Right, if that's the case. On, the, 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 the frozen cold snap but we had why, in Texas. Why are the weathermen always wrong? Hey, the weathermen ain't got shit to do with it. That's why they wrong. Because niggas is changing the weather. That's why they wrong. So... Come on now. First of all, I'm just I'm just I'm I'm amazed at the fact that we can actually physically make it thunderstorm. I'm not gonna say rain because that just sounds lame. But we can make it thunderstorm. Can they make it snow too? Did they did I would they so. so we 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 actually manipulating Mother Nature, huh? That's what yeah. we're doing now. This is CBS News. So this oh, is they the going to hell. They going this to hell. CBS News. CBS mm -hmm. News. Y'all mm. can't be fucking with that type of witchcraft voodoo shit. Hell no. Technology, mm. my guy. So I wonder what they do. Do they just shoot like something in the sky and the shit just call electrical them? charges? So they it, it could be. Oh, could be, okay. I see. They go for that nimbleless cloud, and yeah, I took science, y'all. I know a little bit about the clouds and shit. I know how that shit works. Yeah, it caught you off when I said that word, didn't it? I know a lot of y'all motherfuckers was like, "What did he say?" Yeah. Yeah, cumulonimbus. Yeah, y'all didn't think I knew that word. 
Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't shit. <laughs> I'm edumacated. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we, we we both believe that we are. But yeah, yes, well, yeah, I believe it. But yes, Dubai is out here making it rain because it's well. Fuck. All right, let's be real though. Dubai got fucking money. Okay. Oh yeah. So if anybody was going a million dollars, and this is a stupid pun, I'm gonna make the failures. But if anybody's gonna make it rain, it's gonna be Dubai. <laughs> I, I just see, got. I see what you're talking about. I just got to be yeah. real. Yeah, yeah. You can get on the fail list right next to Sophie. Yeah, that's all right. She's on the <laughs> fucking cover. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah. Well, I think today's episode has been a very, very. Uh, let me see. Pragmatic and interesting turn yeah, of events. Definitely, definitely. That those are the words taken out of my mouth. That is exactly how this episode has been. Y'all, it's been a crazy episode. The topics, I know, I've, I know, and I know Emperor knows so many people who are listening to this episode might feel some type of way. All right. Hey, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. We speak how we feel. All right. If you felt like we were talking about you, then maybe you got to check yourself in the mirror. All right. Take a second look at yourself. All right. If you agree with us, cool. If you disagree, Cool. It's called an opinion for your reason. Yeah. For a reason. All right. It's your opinion. Yep. But we all can agree on one thing: racism is real. I know that for a fact. Even if you're a racist, you know racism is real. So that's the worst part about. For real facts. Um. Hopefully, y'all keep giving us suggestions though, because I'm pretty sure this was a fan suggestion. Like, this was this was this was brought this up. This one is. Um, our next episode for nine is as well. Yeah. So as y'all see, we are actually taking what y'all say into consideration and we're doing not just segments, but if you come out with a straight topic that you want to hear us talk about, we'll do a full sec- a full episode on that shit, especially if it's something, you know, as impactful as this, you know, so just believe that we actually hear y'all voices and we take consideration what y'all want us to talk about. But for them racist people out there listening... Y'all ain't shit. All right. Not. Y'all not shit at all. Nobody likes you. Okay. All right. You got no <laughs> fucking friends. Okay. Nobody likes you. All right. Okay. Nobody fucking likes you. Emperor, take us out of here. All right, man. This has been another great episode of the Y'all Ain't Shit Podcast. It's been interesting. It's been fun. Again, follow us at the Y'all Ain't Shit Podcast on Instagram. And your boy Emperor VON at Emperor VON on Instagram. Listen to us on every platform because we own it, except for Apple and Pandora because you know they 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 not fucking with us yet. All right, it's okay. But you know it's okay. We on iHeartRadio, niggas, and there's a festival for that. And y'all ain't got none. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. I can keep a promise, I'm too cocky, I'm sorry I might rip your heart right at your body, I'm sorry Bottom of a creek, my life is rocky, I'm sorry Dead but alive, I'm a zombie, I'm sorry Baby girl, you know I like it, stop being not sorry Anyway you want it, but just not in my Ferrari I can't treat this shit like it's a hobby, not sorry I'm sorry that I'm not sorry